Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears. We're going to be talking about music and the ones we lost this week. I'm recording this a few hours and I record everything live. I hit start and then I hit stop. No editing or anything like that. I found out that Dusty Hill of ZZ Top passed away in his sleep at the age of 72. Great life, great bass player, singer. He was the secondary singer of the band. You know his songs, Tush, uh, Arrested While Driving While Blind, uh, Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers. Yeah, he he had some of the best songs from the band. Um, I'm not the biggest ZZ Top fan, but I own almost everything they've ever done. I've seen them live many times. Dude owned the low end. He was a nice guy. I met him a couple times. Just, you know, and an and institution. ZZ Top is the only band I can think of that's been around as long as they have and not changed one member. Stones have changed members. You know, other bands change members, revolving members. How many people have been in Yes over the years? But ZZ Top was the same three guys from beginning to end. Much like Rush, except for they did have a different drummer on the first album. Most people forget that. But he was gone today. And also this week, Joey Jordison, founding member of Slipknot, drummer, diagnosed with a disease a few years ago, was mounting a comeback, had done some new music, worked with some other bands. Uh, Also, Mike Howe of Metal Church, a down-to-earth, really genuine human being, as honest as they come, nice. Uh, I met him twice, I think. Um, I'm not the biggest Metal Church fan either, but man, they're honest. You know, there's an honesty in what they do. And, and that's what I want from any artist. Just give it to me. May not always push all my buttons, punch all my knobs, what twist my knobs, whatever. Um, but I can appreciate them for who they are. And like I said, ZZ Top, I own a lot of their stuff. I can't say I just put it on and go walk the dog very often. It's just not that thing for me. I'm not, I appreciate the blues um, and they kind of did a rock and blues thing. But I give them credit where credit is due. Nobody else sounded like ZZ Top. Going to see them live, nobody else performs live like ZZ Top. <clears throat> they were an institution, a band that had been around for a long time. And the catalyst for doing a conversation about these three gentlemen and everybody else who's passed away in the last few years is we need to support the music industry because it's coming back right now. I know a lot of us have gotten used to streaming things. There are some vinyl collectors out there who are doing great. I mean, I don't know that I would pay $30 an album these days for vinyl, but there are a lot of people who do, and I think that's fabulous. I'm not taking anything away from that. You are keeping it going, friends. Please do. I still buy CDs myself. Yes, I stream and download some things, but if I like it and I really like it, I buy a hard copy so I can keep it. That supports the artist. That supports the project. I buy t-shirts, I go to shows, I buy merch, you know, bands put things on sale in my feed. Sometimes I pick those up. You know, I want to support the industry. I work in the radio industry. I can pretty much call up any label and get an album for free if I want it. And and I will do that to test something. You know, it's an up and coming band. Can you send me the whole album so I can listen to it? But if I really like it, I go buy it. I really do. I, I have thousands of CDs to prove it to you. And, and they don't all have those little uh, promotional copy cutouts. I And... and when I started doing progressive rock and metal on a, on a radio station and couldn't get hard copies from labels, I mean, labels are very hard pressed to send out a hard copy of an album these days, I ask. And we can probably find you the WAV files. That's about as close as we'll get because uh, I'm just not the biggest fan of MP3 still. But you, 
deal with what I got. Um, and if that's all I have to listen to an album, I'll listen to the MP3s. And if I really like it, I'll buy the album. That's just I love the box sets that are coming out. Some are a little cost prohibitive. I did a, a podcast about can we keep the vinyl and CD separate? Do we have to have a box set that has both in it? Can't you just have two different versions? I mean, back in the day, um, Tool did two different versions of Salival. You know, um, we sometimes get two different versions of DVD and Blu-ray for some of these things. I don't think it's too hard to ask that. Can you just keep the vinyl in one box set and the CDs in the other box set? So those that want CDs can just get the CDs and those that want the vinyl can just get the vinyl. Because, you know, a $500 box set from Pink Floyd is a bit cost prohibitive for most people. But if you split it up, one would probably be 150 and one would be 350, you know, something like that. Um, that just makes sense to me. And, and these giant box sets that have both, I, I, who, if, if, you know, if you want one, I don't think you really want the other. That's just my cup of tea, uh, my opinion. But anyway, the society at large, and I'm not picking on anybody, has gotten away from buying an album these days. It's easier to stream it on whatever music service you subscribe to, whether it be Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. Um, or it's easier just to download MP3s. You've got some of the music services going with what they're calling high res or CD quality. I'm sorry, people. Streaming will never be the same quality as a hard copy. Go watch a movie review of a hard copy versus a digital stream of a movie. You just can't put as much bandwidth behind the stream. They, they take out some zeros and some ones to conserve space, and that changes the sound. Um, but not to get off topic. There are many ways you can support artists, and I'm doing this now because we lost three pretty important people in their particular genres and their bands that they were in. You never know when that's going to happen. Um, I don't always have to buy concert tickets. I'm blessed to the career I've chosen, but if there's a band I really want to see and the label can't help me out, I have to. And the last time the Foo Finders came to South Florida, it was the first time they'd been here in almost a decade and tickets were quite pricey, uh, a bit higher than I said I would ever pay. But I paid the price i went to see the show and it was amazing because of the crowd because of the evening because they hadn't been there in so long it, it all came together to make it a once in a lifetime experience an incredible show that i will never ever forget it was really really great and so the the cost of the tickets out the window who cares uh, i i got a a once in a lifetime experience out of that and maybe for other people that's going to see a club show for 25 bucks, seeing their favorite band. I mean, Metallica's going to come down here in November, play South Florida at the at the Hard Rock Hollywood. Not the biggest venue. I mean, it's it's good size, but it's not it's not a 20,000 seat or a 60,000 seat stadium. It's, you know, saw Judas Priest there a couple years ago. But again, a, a show that had to buy tickets for. Friends of mine had an extra ticket. And Glenn Tipton came out. He's got Parkinson's disease. He's not performing with the band anymore, but he came out and did three songs or whatever. And that was the last time he was performed with the band live. I saw that because we had tickets and we went. And I, I can't tell you the number of times I've blown off shows. I blew off dinner <laughs> and a show with Kurt Cobain. And he died not long after. You never know, people. That's a true story. You never know. Go see the band, buy the CD, buy the T-shirt, buy the vinyl, support the project, support the band, keep music going. 
It is hard in 2021 for artists to make money the way they used to. Used to be you tried, you wrote some great songs, you got that big record label deal, they helped promote you, then you got too big enough where you could pay the record label back and buy your own stuff and, and do your own thing. A lot of big bands these days, like Iron Maiden, screw the label, we're just going to buy all the touring stuff we need each tour and we'll just build to what we have and... You know, 30 years later, we've got the biggest show on the road because we own everything. We don't have to rent it when we go out, that kind of thing. Um, I love that. And and to support that DIY attitude, which is what's happening now, bands are not getting signed to big record deals anymore. And if they are, they're, they're way in the, in, in the red and have to make up a lot of money. Um, but with the recording technology, being able to basically buy some decent microphones and a good computer and you can record. I mean, look what Billie Eilish and her brother do in a bedroom. They won Best Engineered Album last year. <laughs> uh, that's insane, you know. And and honestly, I'm not sure it... That whole other thing on whether it deserved it or not. I love the mixes. I, I love what Phineas does with the music. I, I think it's very creative. I think it's very interesting. I like what both of them are doing and the music that comes out. Again, I'm evolving with the music industry. I'm not supposed to like current pop bands. I'm too old. I'm too entrenched in what I do and what I like. But Billie Eilish and a few others, I'm impressed with what they do. And it's not something I listen to every day. But I bought the albums. <laughs> I did. I bought the CDs. That's what I do when I love something I want to support, whether it's a movie, whether it's music. Um, I buy T-shirts. I buy uh, support how I can because I want it to continue. The U.S. music industry, especially the radio industry, has gone in a nostalgic direction for the last 20 years. And because that works. I mean, stations that play all 80s or all 90s fit a certain demographic and people like the familiar. And I get that. I don't take, I've done many podcasts on radio formats and things like that where I, I don't take anything away from that. It makes sense. It makes financial sense to do that. But we have enough of an audience, as I talked about with movies recently, that they can make movies for a fringe audience and still make a buck. And music can be made for a fringe audience and still make a buck. Everybody from Prince to Trent Reznor said, screw the record labels, I'm going to release stuff on my own on the internet. And then got re-signed to labels for big deals and a lot of money, but you can do it on your own. Those are obviously, you know best case scenarios, but a lot of the bands that we play on my stations got their start with demos in their bedroom, demos in their practice room. Um, the recording quality has gotten that far that you can get the record label or whoever, the producer could get a good inkling of what the band was like and what they were about and what they could do if we if you put some money behind them and put them in a real studio, that kind of thing. Uh, we got to support music or these last rock stars that pass away will be the last rock stars that pass away. It's why I started rock Found radio over nine years ago. I don't mind the nostalgic direction of most radio stations, but there has to be somebody out there playing new stuff. There's new up and coming bands. If we don't replace the older bands with newer bands, there won't be older bands 20, 30 years from now. Eventually Metallica will stop performing and touring. There has to be somebody to take their place or, or what? You're not going to go to a, a, a rock or a metal show? You're not going to go to a country show? or a, you know, When your favorite artists die off and you haven't followed any music for the last 20 years, you're just going to stop enjoying music? Granted, I have my favorite albums from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I still pull out, and I pull those out more than new and sure. But part of my job is listening to new music, and I love it because I find things that I would have never found. I've mentioned in other podcasts, this is a statistic 
fact that as people get out of high school and college, they don't do the research to follow new music like we used to. That's true for the majority of human beings on the planet. I'm not saying it's negative. There's a, a small percentage of us that still live, eat, and breathe new music and want to find new stuff to, to listen to and to, to share with other friends. And I'm glad my friends come to me and go, have you heard anything new lately that's pretty good? And I'm like, yeah, actually, you know, I found some good albums this year that rival anything I've got in my collection, actually. But when they pass, it makes us it makes us think, wow, I'm never going to see CZ Top again. Well, they're in their 70s. You know, I, I wasn't thrilled to go see CZ Top. The last show he played was the 18th, was just, you know, a little over a week ago, 10 days ago. And I don't know how good the show was. Uh, Blackstone Cherry was there, said it was a great show. Um, I'm sure it was. Every time I saw him, they put on a great show. But now there's a you know there's there's millions of people out there who go man I never saw them and now I don't get the chance go see the band when you have the chance buy the album when you have the chance it's don't take these things for granted like we did in the 70s 80s and 90s that the band would always come around every two to four years when they had a new album out and they hit the charts and all that it's just not the same in 2021 and you got big bands playing smaller venues smaller bands playing bigger venues uh these cruise ship things where you you can get a whole bunch of bands in a few days meet them hang out with them and see shows with them you know that's kind of cool there's all sorts of ways you could support the bands and projects that are going on now whether it be a classic artist or a new up and coming artist please just do it this is the time after a pandemic these these guys and gals have been in studios in their writing rooms working on things coming up with ideas for what they want to do and it's all going to be coming out over the next six months to a year. Big bands are planning big tours. Little bands are planning big tours. They're, if you feel comfortable wearing a mask or not, vaccinated or not, not getting into all that stuff, but if you feel comfortable about going out and buying an album or going to see a show, please do so. Support the music. Support the industry. Let, let's keep it going forever, really. I mean... That's why I have two radio stations that basically play new music. There has to be a voice for those things, and we have to keep it going. Or when the dusty hills of the world pass, there won't be anybody to replace them. And that's a sad thought to me. So support the music industry. Now is the time. And do it for Joey Jordison. Do it for Mike Howe. Do it for Dusty. Do it for your favorite artist who may not be here anymore. Because that's what they wanted. David Bowie worked on his last album up until his very last breath, just about. Um, You know, he loved it that much and wanted to get that art out there. I had to buy a copy of that CD just to have it, just to know he did that. You know, it's not my favorite album, but it actually was a pretty strong David Bowie album. But again, these are the it's the little things in life that make life worth living. The 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 signposts on the journey of life, because nothing's a destination here. We all wind up in the same place anyway. So those things that you love, support them 110%. And if you can afford to buy the CD or the concert ticket or whatever, do so and support the music industry. Support the bands that you love. They need the money. They need the support. We need the industry to continue so it keeps building and evolving into whatever's to come down the road. But Dusty Hill performed up until the day he died. Mike Howe performed up until the day... Jordy Jordison had a bad... You know, he got a bad diagnosis and still came back from it and was still putting out music. These artists do it for the sheer love of doing it. 
sure, making money, being famous, and all that stuff plays into it. But honestly, the reason they picked up a guitar or a bass or a drumstick in the first place was for the love of freaking music. And why do you listen to it? Why do you listen to that stuff that you listened to in high school and college? Why do you listen to that streaming service? Why do you even have those CDs or vinyl? Because you love music. So don't stop the evolution. Don't stop the growth. You know, we're going to lose more and more artists as we all get older, and that's part of it. Um, we got to have the new ones to replace it, support them. The, these guys played up until their last breath. I know I will be going to shows and doing radio until my last breath because I freaking love music. It has saved my life more times than any pharmaceutical I, I can think of. Support the music industry. Do it for Dusty. Do it for Joey. Do it for all the ones we've lost and all the ones we still have. They need our support, and now is the time. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Please check it out for all the links and the things I do. Please support, like, share, and subscribe. And have a fantastic day. Go listen to an album. 